and welcome to the first ever Checkpoint podcast. Um, I'm Tamaras Fahani. And I'm Jake Yap. Yes, though you did hear right, it is Mr. Jake Yap who is going to be co-hosting this podcast with me for the inevitable future. This will run for at least a thousand years. I'd hope so. Humanity willing. We have... Half of the hu- no, a tenth of a half life of radioactive material, plutonium two three five specifically. Okay. Just so, yeah. just throwing it out there. But more importantly, we've got some games to talk about. Yes. Right? Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Why are those on the wrong path? So, uh, Jake, first of all, um, thank you for for agreeing to this. Gaming has been a big big thing for you for a very long time. Um, yeah. Uh, and and it's kind of this our generation really that that's kind of been involved with gaming right from the start. We've grown up with it. It's grown up with us. It's been we've been the kind of the pushers of that technology. How have you felt gaming has has kind of evolved over the over the over the decades? Well, it's not rubbish anymore yeah. i mean it used to be rubbish like everything else television food air hang on air's gone <laughs> but uh, apart from that everything was more rubbish in the past yeah. and definitely i would include games in that my first gaming experience really was donkey kong i begged my parents it was called the wow. game and watch and it was a little clamshell flip top orange yes, number. i remember those where there was little there were like four different lcd blobs and I, I, over, I clocked that machine. I went round past 999, which is the highest you get. I don't know how many times. I mean, months, possibly years of my life were spent just staring at that thing. But it was a bit like being in Fritz Lang's Metropolis. You yeah. know, you, you yeah, were really yeah. just doing this repetitive task over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Metropolis was obviously one of Hitler's favourite movies. So let's... Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Down that route, but the repetitiveness. But you're right. I remember I had a very similar thing. I had a two-player LCD, or not LCD because LCD didn't exist at the time. Uh, but kind of these projected display where where you've got these cutouts and and you. Did you have a shadow theatre? Is that uh, what you're yeah, yeah, I did. Don't tell anybody. I pretended it was a console. Um, <laughs> You are, darling. We couldn't afford a SNES. But I think it's finger puppets. Yeah, yeah. Um, so make your own adventure, uh, which I, I got into later on. But yeah, you're right. That, that whole technology, that era was really bizarre because you would spend hours playing the same game on the same level with the same background. And, and it, was, yeah. it was fascinating. It was, it was a whole new world. Was, was it, though? I mean, that's the point. It, was, it wasn't fascinating. But compared to everything else going on, nylon carpets. But it was compelling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And nylon carpets, there was nothing wrong with that until they made... Well, I mean, there was nothing wrong with them when they made them fire retardant. Mm. They... I mean, you can't say that anymore, but that's fine. Is that... Well, can you you can't You can't call them retardant. No. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> with that in mind here we are in the glorious future yeah which absolutely. i never could have imagined it's crazy and we've got vr now vr's been around for a few years and and it's already changing the way we interact with with games but also with technology with ai yeah which is and really chickens important. chickens the only thing i've experienced on virtual reality i went to a thing uh where some people were sort of about animal welfare and they said we filmed this um 360 degree vr thing and we'd really like you to watch it and could you you know tweet about it and stuff i was like uh, okay and they'd broken into an avatar and you were literally immersed <laughs> into this avatar just watching chickens being oh slaughtered. Gosh. And I haven't gone anywhere near VR ever since. Yeah, I don't think that's reason. necessarily... The, I mean, VR at the best of times is quite <laughs> discombobulating and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and kind of can throw you a little bit. Yeah. But add 
the hor- chickens into the mix. Yeah, the, yeah. the horrors of an <laughs> abattoir. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know really where, where to go with that, Jake. I, I, well, you've done. Have you? You've presumably done all the all the VR business. I've done. AR, I've done. Business. I've done quite a bit of VR. Um, I still don't own a VR headset. I still think we're in that territory. It's still a little bit expensive. Yeah, to max. Yeah, it, 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 well, it, it, yeah. it kind of is. Well, it's three D or you know, it's that whole three D or HD. That is that, the question. Exactly. So. Um, VR still got a long way to go. One of the problems with VR is is that the distance between the um, the eye and the actual projection screen that you see in your headset, the resolution isn't great. Uh, you can get motion sickness from it if you're moving too quickly because there is a residual with the cheaper headset specifically. A bit of a lag. A bit of a lag. Um, so it, it can get quite, quite... Well, because you are someone then who doesn't drink. It's your perfect introduction to what it's well, like to have you know, I went to an event. So I, I went to an event in Milton Keynes uh, around smart technology and, and automating of traffic systems so this is for electric vehicle i go to if the, ever a place needed it <laughs> you know, well they're, they're trialing it in milton keynes because it's all grid road systems and and it works i was driving through milton keynes the other day and i saw one of those little robot lunch boxes yeah that's the that's the that's the uh, driverless car that's what you saw yeah with the little brit kind of the british flag on the back of it the weird it's literally like a cool box yeah yeah yeah. On yeah, wheels. yeah 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 well that's that's what it is and and they've been trialing it now for two years it's been successful they've rolled it out to manchester but the reason i'm telling you this is because it was uh, um i saw they did a vr experiment for or they didn't do a VR. they did the developers created a vr program that allowed people to understand what it was like with the different stages of blindness, colour blindness, and cataracts. Now, you may laugh. What a rush. But the applications are incredible because what they allow you to do is see the world through the eyes of these people that you're trying to treat. So they're able to then get a much clearer idea of what colour palettes they can see, what they can't see, what part of their vision is impaired. They can send you through the different stages of blindness, which is crazy stuff. So the applications are, are, are phenomenal. But probably the best VR game that I've played. Yeah, Colorblind Four. <laughs> no, Star Wars. No. Yeah, there's a Star Wars. There's there, and I think it's because it's Star Wars. And then there's another game which I can't remember, which I'll tell you in a minute. The first one is on the PSVR, so it's for Battlefront Two, I think it was. No, Maybe the Star first Wars one. Game. Yes. yes, Star. Yes, Star Wars Battlefront and Star yes. Wars Battlefront Two. These are both Star Wars games. EA won the license about four years ago. They've got a ten-year license with LucasArts, and they've got access to all of the Star Wars uh, vaults in oh. in in the states. So they go to the they go to the Lucas Ranch, and they have access that to all the vaults. Must have been a pretty good day. Honestly, so when you play the game. Everything that you see in game is rendered from the original models from the movies. All the sounds are from the digital archives from the original movies. All the sound bites that you hear from the characters are all done from the original. Uh, and there's even stuff in there that were never made the cut for the movies that they're using. Wow, which is incredible. But that aside, you get to play um, you get to play an X-wing uh, mission in oh. VR, and um, and and and. Jake, you sit in the cockpit. Yeah. The canopy closes. You look around. Yeah. R2 is behind you. Oh, come on! Beeping away as you're flying through space and taking on TIE fighters. Incredible. And then the other... no C-3PO. No, no. no. I mean, he's... he's, He'd ruin the whole experience. Um, Sorry. 
And the second one was a Star Wars, uh, you're on Tatooine and uh, you get a Starfleet ship appears and you've got to protect uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO. And it's just a little level thing. Just ditch C-3PO. You can ditch C-3PO. Oh, yeah, yeah. But amazingly, R2-D2 comes off the ship, comes, if the Millennium Falcon lands, R2-D2 comes down. You see this Millennium Falcon landing and you, R2-D2 comes out of it through the thing and kind of over to you, yeah. opens his thing and hands you a lightsaber. Shut and then you have to take I on... I thought you say delivers you a pizza and milk and keys, but fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> to plays the play, delivers the lightsaber and then that's it you are you're there defending all of the all of wow. the things in the meantime knocking over your vase at home yeah absolutely yeah. well exactly i mean it's great the last one that i that i love in vr was this uh, space simulator which you create planets and solar systems and galaxies and you, it, it, it's physics based so you choose a sun and then you choose the different planets around it, and you have to figure out what the optimal orbits are um and what kind of orbit you want them and what planets are orbiting what moons are planety uh, moons each planet has and how that all fits in and you can create a whole galaxy it's incredible there's some really and you're standing in the middle of blackness yeah. so and you pick a moon uh, you pick a star and you throw it and there's your sun and then you pick up a planet and you throw it and you can zoom in and out and go in and walk up to the planet and see it's incredible so vr has some I, I feel like I've taken over the, the podcast at this point. No, no, so no, I'm enjoying myself. Some really incredible applications in VR. And we haven't even spoken about AR, augmented reality. Oh, yeah, that's which is a whole other, Which is a whole other level of madness. Ma'am, you've got a frog on your head. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. She needs to be wearing the same glasses, though, otherwise it doesn't yeah. work. No, my mum actually woke up with an actual frog on her head. That's oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's not virtual or augmented. That's no, just no, reality. No, it's just horrif- horrifying reality. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So here we are in the in the in the dazzling new future. You you mentioned flight simulators. Yes. Which potentially kind of I feel should be my favourite genre of game. <laughs> what? But kind of isn't. But why? Because they've all got it's all too look, I don't want no, no, no. it all why, futuristic. Why, why is it my favourite? Why should it be your yeah, why should it be because your favourite? Because it's flying, man. It's like the best dreams you ever have. Yeah. I, I, I can actually fly. Which is so exciting. Yeah. And so I love flying games, and there was one I played years ago called Wings of Glory. Yes. Which was a, a DOS game. We had a look at this <laughs> yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, And uh, it was basically, th- there's a line, and uh, underneath it is green and above it is blue, and that's the horizon. That's sort of your lot, really. But you, what I liked about it was that you're using lo-fi technology because it was set in the First World War. Mm-hmm. So you're flying these little biplanes, and they're a bit rubbish, but I liked that. And you're flying over kind of pristine countryside. Well, not pristine, obviously, because it's the First World War. I mean, it's ravaged. It's, it's a mess. But it's old school. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed that and that kind of historical, this actually happened. People actually kind of did this thing. Whereas now I feel like it's all, it's all very futuristic and it's a post-apocalyptic yeah, Tokyo. And, I, I agree. I mean, there are, you can still get... Um, is there a game where I can get in a little biplane and fly about? Yeah, you can get... And ex- maybe you take can, down some baddies. Well, t- the, the, the thing is, so flight simulators are, are split into two genres, really. Proper um, ones, and the ones I like. No, 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 as, as in flight simulators. I'm not yeah, talking about yeah, yeah. flying games, so oh, simulators. Yeah, okay. So the simulators, you've got the authentic real-time simulators like 
prepared version three or four, which is we were talking about this the other day. This is Lockheed Martin's offering uh, that allows you to to train, and it's got real weather, real wind, real air traffic control. Right, because I saw this documentary and X plane. Those are the right. two main simulators for commercial flying. Now, before you tell me about this documentary, let me just tell you: you can buy add-on aircraft for these simulators. Ah. So if you and they are usually developed by third-party developers. Now. That's great because what it means is there's a platform that has a realistic weather system, air traffic control system, real uh, kind of uh, VF, so real areas, real airports that have been modelled. I mean, some of these models are down one pixel is equivalent to 50 centimetres on a map. So that's how accurate. So imagine one pixel mm. on your screen, that's how far zoom in and zoom, zoom out. So if you're, no matter yeah. what altitude you're at, you're going to get very high definition. But then if you get third-party developers, they will then be focused solely on the aircraft. You can then bring that aircraft into that. So your flight models are really accurate. Yeah. So you can do that. There are you, pro- you will be able to get biplanes, Second World War planes. The only problem with that is, is because it is a simulator for the training of pilots. And both of these games, by the way, are approved by the Federal Aviation Authority. So you can actually top up your hours if you've already, or you can work towards your hours for your for your pilot's license which is insane that's ridiculous right because what is what is flight sim- what is flying flying is basically is control systems you just have to be able to control systems so if you're able to do that in a simulator environment it's pretty straightforward but that's not the same as putting the goggles on and having the wind no, snapping no, at your scarf and pulling and- the g's and stuff yeah. so so yeah but you will not be able to fight in these so these flight simulators will not have weapon systems they yeah. will not have all the fun stuff all the fun stuff that you wanted to do if you no. wanted to do that you need to go to a flight simulator something like a direct combat um dcs direct combat simulator which is um which is as realistic as as you can get i mean you've got you've got second world war planes so you've got warbirds in there i don't know if they have any first world war planes but you've got third generation fighters fourth generation fighters they're working on the fifth generation so any aircraft they've just released an f-14 tomcat i know but i don't care about those okay i like the ones that go the ones that go are a lot harder to fly than the jets it's funny isn't it? in real life i mean so you're talking about a biplane a biplane is actually really temperamental really difficult to fly you've got a very small envelope for stalling and for yeah. maximum ceiling height of flight um you, you've got to be very careful when you bank and you turn um you know so it's the simplification the simplification is is kind yeah. of to do with the technology of the time so when you were talking about wings of glory there was not enough PC power to actually simulate what it was really like. what it was really like, no, which, is, which is why which is you've why got, it was so fun. Which is why you've got biplanes. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But if you want something a bit more arcadey, there are there yes. are there are games out there that that do do that. And I will go away and have a look at First World War because I can't. Think Crimson of Skies has an island Crimson called Arcadey. Yeah. Which is what made me light up when you said that, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. Crimson Skies is a good one to do. Crimson Skies is great because you play the Red Baron and and, yeah. and, and and that's great fun. Well, kind of. Yeah. Well, kind of. We're back to um, Metropolis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I saw this this documentary on, on Netflix about the Fire Music Festival, this really exclusive music festival mm. where it was all VIPs and supermodels and mm. it all ended up being a complete sham. And there was this one guy who was basically 
kind of the brains. He wasn't the main guy, but he was the guy desperately trying to make it actually happen and the one screaming at him, there won't be enough toilets on this island. This is not going to work. And they all ended up in evacuation tents eating cheese sandwiches out of polystyrene boxes. And they paid $250,000 for the weekend. Yes. Wow. Incredible. Um, But he said, he said um, he was flying, he was busing people off and on the island in this light aircraft and saying, yeah, well, um," because he's German. (laughs) I have to explain that because the accent's so You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, you can. Of course you can. You, he's a white European. You can totally do white Europeans if you're a white European. But he's German. Yeah, but, but you know, I uh, taught myself to fly with Microsoft Flight Simulator it's 8. It's a pretty good accent. And uh, it's pretty good, actually. And I thought, you can't do that. But you're telling me you can actually do that. Yeah, so actually Microsoft, Microsoft X was the last iteration of the Microsoft Flight Simulator before Microsoft sold the IP or kind of disbanded it and made it browser based so um so yes you could the, the the long and short of it is is that yes you could with Microsoft Flight Simulator there were actual training missions that you would that Microsoft Flight Simulator would make you do and they would make you go through different aircraft and you would the control systems and everything's the same in actual in actual fact if i recall correctly on the gadget show many years ago they did this exact thing and one of the presenters i can't remember which one it was i think it would have been the one who talks like that no it wasn't oh. him and it wasn't jason bradbury was it Craig charles then it wasn't no 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 this was way, way after back. craig charles no no it's way after craig charles oh. so it was it was after they i after computers disappeared whatever he was <laughs> I, I want to call him john simpson but he looks john, like john, john simpson something but um but yeah so there was was it otis did otis ever mm-hmm. go on to the mm-hmm. gadget show mm-hmm. it might have been otis um and he did that so he actually flew in microsoft flight simulator and he spent ages and ages uh, learning how to do it and then he went and did his ppl wow on the back of what he'd learnt with Mike, so he did a he did a solo flight. So yes, you can do it. The problem with something like that is, is if you hit an emergency, you don't know what to do. So so yes. because you've got you've learnt the procedures, what you haven't learned is the emergency procedures. So if things can go goes wrong, if you know one of your ailerons fell, or if your rudders aren't working, or if there's an engine failure, or you don't have this the knowledge a pilot would have to go right. Well, our flight path has to be this. Our envelope, our angle of attack into you landing just hit would be escape. this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Control Alt Delete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so yeah. But yes, in answer to your question, yes, it can be done, and it has been done. A lot of people have used it to to train. All this talk of flight simulation and um, AR and VR. Yeah. Did you read that article saying that it's very probable that we're living inside a simulation right now? Yeah, this has been kicking around for a while. Do you believe this? Um, If you'd asked me five years ago, I'd have flat out said no. But now I'm not sure. I'm just trying to gauge your level of mental wellness. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you know from a conversation we had before this podcast what the state of my mental health is about. I feel like I'm too squishy. Another problem I have (laughs) is if we're all made of stardust, right? Why are we glowing? What about grease? Fat. You know, I get it. Like hydrogen comes out the stars and it gets heavier and as it sort of decays and it turns into other elements and stuff. And I can see how you could get to like rock from that, but not like lard. How do you make greasy, greasy fat? Greece. When did this turn into the science podcast? Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you, you came right off the bat with your plutonium. Well, yeah, true, true that. Anyway, true. come on, right, let's get back on point. Let's get back on point. So um, I thought I'd do a little quiz for you. I thought it might be quite nice to... Uh, that sounds... 
to to ask you some Sounds questions. Deeply humiliating. So um, up for it. So I thought what would be great is to ask you five questions. Okay. And you uh, and they're hard. The yeah. the idea is not for you to get them right. That that's the plan. The idea is for you to fail miserably. Oh, you're like the worst kind of maths teacher. Yeah, that's that's what that's what <laughs> I like. That's what I like. I, I like the uh, I no, like seeing the fear you, in your eyes. You will mind. fail at this, but you'll learn. You will learn. Well, oh, the idea sir. is not to learn. I mean, this idea is to see if I can just catch you out on on any. You will. Any occasion. I'll tell you right now. Okay, so here we go. Quiz time. Yep, five nil to Tamir. Carry here on. We go. Here we go. <laughs> Um, so, uh, the first question I wanted to ask you was, um, in which year did Mario from mm-hmm. Mario Off Brothers, Mario, all the Marios, <laughs> all the Marios yeah. uh, first make his appearance to the world? 1851. 1851. Uh, it, no. <laughs> Isn't that a perfume? Or is that 1866? Well, I don't know. Pacaraban. When did this become the perfume? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say early because... I feel like that stuff's been... I interviewed him once, the voice of Mario. Did you? Yeah. But he's I great. Of it. He's, he's, and he's he up died. for it, isn't he? He died a couple of years ago. No. Yeah, last year, I think, or the year before last. Mario, oh no. Oh, Mario, no. Very um, good. But I think it was early. I'm going to say... And but just by dint of the fact that he's dead, I'm going to say... 1981. 1980, because... Because I'm shy of saying 1980 because you feel like it wouldn't be a round number, but it is really. So, so 19, 1980, that's 19, what you're saying? Yes. Um, and not 1856? No, no, that was just being a bit Okay, so no, I'm just making a note of this. Yeah. Uh, so 1981, not 1980? No, 1980. 1980, 1980. not 19, okay, right, so 1980. You need a bit of paper. Yes, please, thanks, babes. Um, so that's 1980, that's question one, right. Yeah. Okay, question two. Yeah. Um, you like Lara, Lara Croft, don't you? I do, I love Tomb Raider. Yeah, you've been playing that for a while, right? Yeah. As in... Oh, like, yeah, I just started with Tomb Raider... All of them, I played Tomb Raider 1 on PS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, that's... That's, 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 that's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so can you tell me what colour Lara Croft's shorts are in the first Tomb Raider ever released? I'm going to say petrol... Blue. Oh, was that? No. That Petrol was her top. Blue. That was her top. That was her top? His sh- her shorts were black. Her shorts were black. Is that your final answer? Yes. Shorts were black. Yes. Okay. Question. <laughs> you look a bit nervous. I'm uncomfortable. Why? Everyone's looking at me. <laughs> We're recording this in a shop. No, nobody's, nobody's looking at you. Um... Okay, so question three, Jake. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be quite specific with this one. Oh. Uh, in name one location, just one, mm-hmm. from Street Fighter 2. Your mum's original... house. Your mum's house. <laughs> My mum's in Syria. <laughs> oh, dear. So actually, that might be a, oh, that no. might be a no, valid no, location. No, 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 I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, uh, the your swings. Mum's no, house. No, no, swing- no. I'm taking oh. your mum's house as the as the final answer. I'm afraid. Um, so that is your mum's house. Excellent. Thanks very much for that. Not a problem. Okay. Um, question number four. Which year was Sega Rally first released? Oh man. Do you remember Sega Rally? Not really. Outrun was the great driving game. Yes. 
Like I mean. it's it's it was on the Sega Master System with Afterburner, which was the great flight game. For well, I remember playing in in the arcades or like yeah, in the pubs yeah, yeah, yeah. when they had it in pubs and you were allowed to go yeah. for ten p. Um, oh, I, I eighty I nineteen eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah, I don't know. Eighty four. So your final answer? No, eight. Yes, I you'll take it anyway. So. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna. Unlucky that you get away with that one. 1984. Okay, uh, question five. Yes. In 1986, the C64 saw the release of The Sentinel, which was one of the most incredibly advanced games of the time. Now, The Sentinel, it wasn't the first time it was released on a platform. It had actually been released on a platform previous to the C64. Your question is, which platform was it released on? And your bonus point is, which year... Oh, was it released on that previous platform? I feel like it's the Sentinel, one of those games that everyone talks about. Yes. Like, wow, this was this was a real yeah. game. Uh, it was. A, and is this the one that everyone sort of is talking about with reference to Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. 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 If you haven't seen it on Netflix, it's so amazing. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Um, Omg. My I, 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 I don't know if it is, but the Sentinel was. It, what was interesting about it was it was a strategy game, and it was made by a guy who was known for his racing game. So he actually made a load of racing games, and he turned his. Whenever he turned his hand, he turned his hand to genres that they just worked. He was a genius, and maybe he wasn't genius. Maybe the graphics were limiting, and, and people didn't have the imagination that he had. But the, the Sentinel was an iconic game of that time. Okay. In which case, I'm going to say the the platform was the. ZX Spectrum. ZX Spectrum. And And I'm going to say the year was 1984. My cousin used to program video games around that time. Oh, really? Yeah, I think... I feel like... He didn't work on the Ghostbusters game. He worked on something you would have heard of. So 1984, and this game was released in 19... I said to you... 86, you said. I said 1986. Okay. All right, you ready? Sure. Here are your five questions. Jake, I asked you your oh. first question. Which year did Mario make his appearance to the world? When was he revealed to the world? Yes. You said 1856. No, I didn't. I said 1851, and then I was oh, yeah. saying that was only a joke. Okay. And then I said 1980. And then you said 1980. Well, well, no, you said 1981 first, and then you reneged on that and went to 1980. Yeah, because uh, no one would ever say 1980. If you had stuck with 1981, oh, no, you really? would have been correct. No! You are one year off, Mr. Yap. <laughs> one year. I'm pleased with that. That's good. It's a good effort. For, I'll take that. I, I, I would have gone earlier. I actually would have gone earlier. Yeah, because I would have gone earlier because I would have thought that he would have had some kind of Japanese exposure. Game of Watch. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so you did well there. Um, second question, mm-hmm. Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. What colour were her shorts? Yes. You said petrol blue, and then you retracted, and you said actually that's her t-shirt. Yeah. I asked you what colour her shorts were from the very first game. You said black. Yes. The answer is khaki. No! Yeah, it is. It is khaki. They were totally black. Oh, that was too many three. Khaki. That's the only one that I played. Oh, come on. Yeah, you can check it out. Look, you can check it out. Khaki, khaki, which is... uh, 
which is which which surprised me as well because I thought they were black, but obviously I was remembering a later version. It's all right. You don't, need to it the you don't need to salt. It was the classic. Um, question three: I asked you name one location as a backdrop from Street Fighter Two. You said your mum's house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be really brutal. Um, my mum's house. I said she was in Syria. You retracted that quickly. I kept it um, as your answer, so you're wrong. Okay. Although, technically, although my mum's house isn't in rubble, if you'd said a rubble background, that could have, <laughs> that could have passed as, uh, as, as, as a location. You could have had pier, you could have had marketplace, you could have had air force base, you know, with the F-16 at the back. You've got those special stages, which is cool. That's what I object to, because that game's just not very realistic. I, you know, Yates' is? Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine outside a Weatherspoons? A great commercial tie-in. Oh, wouldn't it be brilliant? I know, but then they wouldn't want you to smash up all of their, like, shelves. And... It's virtual. Anyway. Oh, anyway, well, do you know that that was one of the reasons why for ages you wouldn't see damage on vehicles? And, and one of the reasons why actually you couldn't get licensed vehicles in games because the developers wanted to create damage models, but the uh, the uh, vehicle manufacturers. people, manufacturers, didn't want their vehicles being demonstrated in bad light. So not show that they've got scratches oh. or scuffs or, or cracks on it. So for a long time that didn't exist. That's changing now. That's amazing. But that, that's just a little bit of a, a fact for you. Um, question four. I asked you which year was Sega Rally first released? Now, this one I didn't know either, actually. I, I, I thought I knew it. Um, I would have gone for 1989. You went for 1984. The answer is actually 1994. Oh, God. That's shocking. It's, by a decade. Yeah, That's I mean... 100 years but, in history. But it's weird because Sega Rally is always seen as this kind of iconic first-time... You know, it, 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 it defined a, a, a racing... What, what was interesting about Sega Rally was a cross between simulation and arcade, so you okay. can get that feeling. And, and actually, that didn't come until a lot later, but there were other driving games before then, and we spoke about OutRun briefly. Outrun. Um, I don't know when OutRun was released. I would have thought OutRun would have been released 1982 or 80... Well, actually, it would have probably been later, 1984 or 85. Um, but, yeah, so, unlucky. <laughs> Still, no questions Human right. life written off. <laughs> yeah, so, unlucky. Um, question five, I asked you, in, I said to you, in 1986, uh, the C64, the Commodore 64, saw the release of the Sentinel. Oh, Iconic I, game. Can I just say that was a landmark game? So. It was. It was can a I just, No, but can I just say that? Go ahead. Because you so, already said that. I, Jake, tell me, that. what do you think of the Sentinel? Well, it was a landmark game. 1986, of course, uh, on the uh, Commodore 64. Yeah. Uh, just and, and the thing was that the developer of it, Tamir, uh, wasn't known for that. He'd done a lot of racing games, but any genre this guy walked into just blew it up, completely reinvented it. So uh, amazing. So so you should know quite a lot about oh, yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. You, you said that the and I asked you which platform it was yeah, released on. Actually, came out on the uh, ZX Spectrum. Yeah, actually, it was the BBC Micro. Oh come on! <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to you have should that have Chucky done. Egg, man. That was oh, the best. Chucky Egg was. I had that on every. Pl- I had that on the Game Gear. It's the best. I mean, game. they made it a color, amazing color thing on the Game Gear. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was the BBC Micro. So superb. You uh, you failed on that front, and I asked you for a bonus point. Yeah. What year it was released? Yeah. It was actually released in the same year. The same year. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a busy year, isn't it? Well, the thing is, you code for one platform, and then it's not like you've got submissions and stuff that you have to go through now. It's pretty much the same thing. You just recode it for a different platform. Just so change the label on the cassette. It did well on micro. Um, it did really well on micro. I only ever played the micro in the acorn at school. Incredible devices. So, Jake, well done. Out of five, you've got <laughs> nothing. Uh, congratulations. Thanks very much. It's, it's a wonderful feeling. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, cool. That's the quiz. I think I was going to get you to quiz me, but I think actually... Yeah, I might do that. Well, I think I might... Well, actually, let's, let's see how it works. Let's yeah. see how it works next week. You can, you can throw some questions at me. I might do that. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, all right then. All right then. All righty then. Might be a fairer fight. <laughs> Excellent. Right, I'm closing then, Jake. Seeing as uh, we, we've kind of we we wanted to talk a little bit about um, what you've been playing, I think recently. Sure. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about what what you've been. Mainly uh, this week, I've been playing uh, Cars Three: Driven to Win, which is my little boy's joint favourite game. Great. Uh, mainly playing it surreptitiously during the day okay. uh, when I'm supposed to be working because um, the, the, there was like 136 skill points to get. So these are in-game game. skill points. Yeah, it's like Do they unlock anything? Yeah, the, like the more you get, the more things you unlock. Fine. So okay. we've got like 106 of 136 wow. or something. But yeah, but the last 30 are ones that they're quite basic, but you can only get them if you do the races that my kid is just not interested in doing. So, so every time we fire modes. up the game... Yeah, yeah, So every time I say, hey, how about instead of doing battle mode, which is his favourite, why don't we just do a race? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, nah. No. And I'm like, but if we're going to get the skill points, we've got to do it. Yeah, nah. Oh, no. So I thought I'm going to try and just rack some of these things up. Amazing. Great. So I, I, I did. I got one for driving on two wheels. For more than for, so that was... So hold seconds. on. So you got... Uh, so one of the skill points... So, so you have another thirty odd to get, or do you get, like that, yeah. or do you get like some skills? You get two no, or three points. One, it's one always point one skill per, point. Per skill. So, ha- so you got one for driving on two wheels. Yeah. Uh, oh, I went. No, it's because I went from directly from two wheel driving mode into drifting. Oh, sweet. Okay, that's quite impressive. Th- thank you. Uh, and that was one skill point. Yes. Uh, what else? Uh, I got one for firing, driving backwards, and then firing a rocket backwards which obviously made it go forwards oh very cool very cool and you got one skill point for that um any any more no i think that was it okay i I should make the point i was basically doing this while my father-in-law was telling some very harrowing stories about his childhood (laughs) (laughs) i'm so callous so hold on yes not not you not you gramps how how long did it take you to do these some time tamir some not very little time so how long very little 40 45 minutes so hold on a minute hold on i've just made a note of all this um (laughs) so hold on a minute you had your father-in-law who you were ignoring who was telling you some really deep emotional story about his childhood yeah as you were playing a video game on your ridiculous tv yeah which which would probably be if you played it would be in real life-size cars effectively (laughs) um and in 45 minutes you only managed to unlock two two skill points Mm. on a kid's game in easy mode in easy (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even kidding (laughs) okay um (laughs) 
too hard. Just, I was just making sure I got all the facts sure, right. You sure. Know, because you are a gamer. If people want to work out what 100 times 20 minutes, if that's our average for a skill point <laughs> is, and then see how long it's taken me to... They're welcome to. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. All right. Con- congratulations. Thank you. It's well a good done. feeling. I mean, let's, that feel really great. Let's move you on to Forza Horizon, I think. That'd oh, yeah. Nice. I have done some of that. I know, have you? Particularly because um, it had the Hot Wheels yes. on Forza 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my little boy loves Hot Wheels. So I was like, well, he has to play the Hot Wheels. And it was good, but it's it's just a bit grown up. For 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 your boy, it is definitely. Um, uh, yeah, for my boy. For your boy, I meant, yeah, yeah, for yeah, my yeah. boy. For yeah, you, yeah. I mean, for you, Jake. Mm, for my boy. Well, we'll you know what? Mm. We'll go on. You and I will go on Forza Horizon together. I'd love that. And let's record it. Yes. And then we can talk about it next time, <laughs> and talk about how skillful you actually are because there are uh, so if you take cars and you take to forza horizon specifically not not forza proper yeah um there are loads of game modes so you can do head-to-head racing you can do uh point-to-point racing you can do uh, king of the hill Mm -hmm. stuff you can do infected stuff you can do stunts you can do jumps you can do that you can go see how if one of us can go through a speed camera faster than the other there's loads of amazing things that we can do in there so we'll do that and we'll talk about that next time and and maybe i can uh School Com- me. Comment on your Fine. progression from cars. That was my father-in-law's there telling me he's <laughs> hiring child. Brilliant. Well, I've been playing Just Cause uh, Four and No Man's Sky out of necessity um, oh. uh, because I lost a load of footage that was going into the magazine. Um, so No Man's Sky is a, a space simulator. So this, you played it. You recorded it. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I spent I've spent over a hundred hours in No Man's Sky, and serious? I recorded over eight hours of footage from No Man's Sky because it's such a huge game. You are exploring the the ga- the, the universe, not even the galaxy, the universe. Okay. Um, so I I in the hundred hours that I've played, I've only visited two solar systems, and off those two solar systems, I've only visited. No, three solar systems, because one solar system only had two planets in it, but I've only visited an average of about three planets from each of the solar systems that I've yeah. visited. How many skill points did you get? Well, well I, th- <laughs> there, are, there aren't any skill no, points no. in this one. So that, that's fun. And Just Cause 4, we have to play that together. Yeah. That's, that's great. So you recorded fun. all that footage? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've moved on from that now. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I recorded all of it and I lost it. You lost it? I lost it. Oh, man. I lost it, so I have to go back and, and, and play it now. And it's really hard. Oh, it's taken me about two oh, weeks to get my head into That is the worst it. feeling. You have to just put it down and walk away. Yeah. yeah. You have to walk away. I, think I, I have done. I think there's about a 10 <laughs> to 1 ratio. Like, if you lose one minute of work, you have to walk away for 10 minutes. Does that apply to so relationships I'm gonna as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you lost eight hours, that's 80 hours. That's... Yeah best part of a week yeah. half a week yeah, at yeah, least yeah. before you yeah. could go back anywhere near and, and it's so hard because i'd stopped playing that months ago yeah so and, I, and since then i've played as you know lots of games so my muscle memory for the oh, control so pad, jump ends up being I, I, fire yeah and... exactly so it, it becomes very complicated but we can talk about that that's all going to be in the next issue of checkpoint which by the way is out um, and if you want to learn more about checkpoint there are multiple platforms that you can learn we are focused on so we've got checkpointmagazine.com which is the website that you can get reviews and news and, and all cool stuff on there it's kind of the up to date stuff um, we've got a podcast which you're listening to now which so I don't really need to promote that because that would be but if you want to subscribe and share and review it 
That's a really good point. That would be you, really Jay. ace. That would be amazing. Um, we've also got the magazine proper, which is the hub of everything. And this is kind of a feature-led uh, magazine. You can download that. We are actually we're going free in March. So watch this space. We are going to be actually providing the magazine for free. It's been out for a couple of years already. It's been at one ninety nine. We're scrapping the price. Amazing. Um, and it's going to be it's the, the magazine's great. Jake's been in it. Um, you know, we've got some really good stuff in it. It's feature-led and op op-ed uh, led magazine so it's looking at the influence of video games in society and culture and trying to draw those strings so some really incredible thoughtful stuff and you can get some really nice content in that and then obviously we have our social media platforms so if there's anything you want to do our social media platforms is uh, checkpoint m zine so checkpoints burnt properly and m for mama or mother and then or zine for magazine for magazine yeah, z- mm. yeah for magazine yeah, thanks jake <laughs> yeah. or zine so you can you can find us on on any of those platforms well i'm gonna go to all of those platforms thanks Thanks, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, But I suppose in the meantime, uh, we will be back next week to talk more games. um, Tell us us what you're playing and tell us what you'd like us to play. Oh, I think that might be fun. Oh, what I would like for you guys to play. Uh, well, what I would like for you to play with me is Forza and yeah. Risk. <laughs> oh, yeah, Risk. Yeah, but that will end in violence. Uh, well, you know, you. That, that would be fun. And very um, competitive. But I think if anybody wants to play something that's... So if you want to play a driving game, I would suggest now you go and get Forza Horizon because mm. you've got a really nice balance of... I've r- got it somewhere. I've lost it. Really right, nice balance of races and kind of activities to do, which is, which is great fun. If you're into first-person shooters, I would actually... It depends. If you like the Fortnite side of things, then I'd go for Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which is actually a really interesting way of dealing with this kind of Fortnite explosion. If you're not, stick with something like Battlefield. Uh, you, you'll enjoy that. That's good fun. That's set in the Second World War. What about Ratchet and good. Clank? Ratchet. <laughs> I love that game. Love if you're into game. Ex- exploration games, um, I would say No Man's Sky is a really good one to do. It sounds amazing. What you were saying about it yeah. does sound really Well, we can talk about it more next week. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption is also good, but very slow and actually like too realistic. I know. You have um, to skin animals. Yeah, and you can't even skin animals. We'll talk about... You know what? We'll dedicate a, a whole podcast to Rockstar Games. Is there games. a skinning peripheral? <laughs> well, kind of. Oh, yeah. what? So, and this is Just half... attach this to your cat. This is, this is the half the problem with Red Dead is that it's it's almost too realistic and, and, and not gamey enough. Right. So, so and I, I've written, actually you can read, I wrote an article about it on the on the website, so you can go to checkpointmagazine.com and read it. It, it, it all explains it there. Um, if you're looking for a bit of fun, um, then I would suggest Just Cause 4. If you're looking for a good co-op game and you've got a Switch, I would suggest Mario Party. They've released a new Mario Party and it's amazing. Um, uh, or either Mario Kart, any any kind of Mario game on that, or Super Smash Brothers, um, yeah. so, which is which is amazing. So you can go off and, and fight different characters. Um, if you've got a mobile phone, there is a plethora of emulators from previous games. You can get pretty much download any game from the eighties or a version of off, That's it. Uh, and and do that. So. Yeah, I'd love to hear people's feedback. If you want us to play a specific game or if you want to know more about a specific game, then you can email us. We're at checkpoint at magdeusmedia.com. All of this information will be at the bottom of the podcast so you can get a hold of us. But, yeah, I think we'll talk We'll talk Forza and No Man's Sky next week. Sounds good. Excellent. Well, thank you ever so much for your time, Jake. Yeah, well, no, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>